Can you be an entrepreneur and an introvert? Hey, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name is Heather Gray, and I'm a mindset and performance coach over at choosetohaveitall.com, where I work with online business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. Today, we're diving into a listener follow-up question, and I think it's going to be a good one, so listen in. Hey, Heather, you mentioned once that in your practice, you've seen people that were introverted come in to work with you, and they've been fighting themselves for so long, it was actually depression. You may have worded it differently, but I remember something about introverts and depression. Wondering if you could talk more about this topic. Thanks. Absolutely. I think it's an important conversation to have, especially after last week's episode where I talked about the differences between having a bad mindset and struggling with an episode of depression. I think introverts in particular are at risk for being misdiagnosed with depression. And sometimes they self-diagnose themselves as depressed. And the reason for this is because the societal standards often exalt, celebrate, and recognize people who are extroverts, the leaders, the people in the spotlight, the people who are schmoozing, who are doing the handshaking and the networking on a very public scale. Before we discuss this further, I do think it's important for you to understand my personal definition of introvert and extrovert, because I think depending on who you talk to, you're going to get a different answer. The way I've understood it for myself is how do you get energy? Some people get energy, motivation, inspiration, fulfillment from getting interactions and from having interactions with other people. They do well with talking, conversation, interaction, and a high social um, high social interactions, a high number, I would say, of social interactions in a week. For introverts, they tend to get their energy more internally than externally. They get filled up, they get their gas tank, tank taken care of by spending time by themselves or with smaller groups of people, but they're very self-reflective. They're It tends to be more of an internal process. They don't necessarily seek out the spotlight. They don't necessarily need to be the largest, loudest voice in the room. They tend to move through the world quite differently. Because our society celebrates and recognizes extroverts more readily, I think there's a lot of unspoken and internal pressure on introverts to change the way they move through the world, to learn how to live in an extroverted world, to learn how to show up in those group conversations, in those group meetings. And when you're forced to be something that you're not on a repetitive basis, we've seen this in countless examples, is you start to feel depressed because you're out of alignment and you're not being true to who you are. I read a book um, several years ago at this point in time called Quiet by Susan Cain, and she really breaks down what it means to be an introvert and what introverts need to think about if they're going to move through the world with more ease. And the thing that I really took away from this and that I started implementing into my practice comes down to the idea of self-acceptance. And you've heard me already talk about this a thousand times on the shows. Knowing who you are, knowing how you move through the world will set you up for success going further. When you don't know who you are or you try to fight who you are, 
you're out of that alignment and you're not being true to yourself. You're not setting yourself up for success. And that's how you're going to find yourself in an, in an internal struggle. Try saying that one five times fast. I'll see you on the other side of the break. Talk to you soon. I think people like boxes so much sometimes that we simply keep people in this box of extrovert or introvert. And I think sometimes we don't fit into those boxes as solidly as we would like. Sometimes the way we move through the world can be incredibly extroverted, even if we identify primarily as introverts. I myself identify as an introvert. I get my energy from my alone time, from time with myself, doing my own thing and getting really clear and still for a bit of time each week. I don't need it to be large chunks of time every day, but I do need a large chunk of time every week to fill up my gas tank. However, if I'm in a room full of people that I already know, love, and are connected to, I can move through the world pretty extroverted. If you put me in a room with my family, I'm going to be one of the main talkers in the room, and I'm sure those of, some of you aren't going to be surprised to hear that. I was just I was just with family this weekend and I was ribbed a little bit for talking too much. But when I'm in a room full of people where it's different types of relationships or I don't know as many people or there's not a lot of people that I'm particularly close to, I'm going to be the wallflower. I'm going to be the one moving alongside the back of the wall, staying in the corner. I'm not going to put myself in the center of the room. It depends on the situation. But if we know ourselves and we know how we're most comfortable, then we can move through the world with more ease. Entrepreneurs have to have a discussion with themselves about all kinds of things, but one of the most important things that they need to take the time to self-reflect on and self-analyze is whether or not they move through the world in an introverted way or an extroverted way. I asked at the beginning of the episode, and it was a little tongue-in-cheek, can entrepreneurs be introverts or vice versa? Of course they can. We have tons of entrepreneurs who are introverts. We have tons of people who have led multi-million dollar businesses moving through the world as an introvert. It's not a can you question. It's a how can you question. And what I come up with is first you need to recognize what your business is, how you serve, and what you do. You also then, in you know, sort of uh, alignment with that or in tandem with that rather, you need to know what your business needs in order to attract clients, customers, consumers, and buyers. You can know that you're an introvert. But you also need to know that the service or product you're offering needs to be put out into the world. People aren't going to find your product or service if it's hiding with you in the dark corner of a room. But once you know and accept that you have a product or service you deeply care about, that you're filled with passion for, and that you know needs to get out out into the world and you're just not sure how to do that, 
you can start moving through the process of setting yourself up for success. You may be someone who can show up and do the schmoozing thing at an opening party for a conference or an event. And you may know that that's the area where you're least successful. You want to know if you're not the person who's going to schmooze at an event, what kind of person are you? What can you do? What would be comfortable? Can you ask private questions to people in small groups after the conference ends or after a segment of the conference ends? Are you someone who can follow up after a conference with an email to someone saying, hey, I really enjoyed what you had to say. I think I might be able to help or offer a complimentary product or service. You can decide based on the situation what you need to set yourself up for success. If we use this podcast, for example, I can tell you that there's episodes where I know it's going to be super crucial for me to be organized, structured, clear, and concise, and I'm going to need an outline because I know sometimes that I can get scattered and disorganized in my thinking and in my conversation. If I know that about myself, I can set myself up for success. I know that I have a very intimate conversation with you all. I know that I'm talking I know that I'm talking to you on a personal level and I don't need, you know, cheat sheets or side notes for personal conversations. But there have been times when I'm doing similar trainings like I offer you here on the podcast where there's live people in front of me and I absolutely need the notes, the slides and the scripts in order to feel comfortable because when I'm looking at people and there are a larger number of people, my internal sense of expectation changes and shifts and I set myself up for success by feeling more organized. If I were to show up with scripts here, I would feel fake because that's not how you have conversations, right? But some introverts, even for a podcast, would need notes and a script or a mini teleprompter of sorts. And you should set yourself up to have one rather than saying, I'm an introvert. I can't do a podcast. The question always is, how can you, given who you are, solve the problem? And introverts really are going to have a bit of a struggle when it comes to entrepreneurship. There are a lot of challenges and demands on us to put ourselves out there to tell people what we do, how we serve, how we help, and how we can transform. And I think a lot of times introverts pay attention to all of the energy that gets taken by doing the job. What they fail to do is to take in the ways that their sort of preferred way of moving through the world in that introverted manner serves as a benefit. It's my observation that introverts know their market better, not because they've done the market research better, not because they've done the stats and all of that better, but because introverts tend to be more observers. You can observe and gain insight and understanding when you start to see patterns of behavior of the ways other people move through the world. If you stop seeing your introverted nature as an obstacle to entrepreneurship and instead start to see it as a strength and something that you're able to offer your community, your customers, and your clients, I think you're better set up for success. If you know that marketing and you accept that marketing is non 
non-negotiable when it comes to running a business and you know that you feel uncomfortable putting yourself in the spotlight, you can start to explore for yourself, how can I be a marketer for my business, a salesperson for my business, while still respecting that I'm an introvert? The question that the listener asked me was connecting introversion and depression. And it's my understanding and experience that when people deny who they are and how they move through the world, they start to experience depression. We see this with people and their uh, gender identification and their sexual orientation and uh, just general preferences for lifestyle and how they move through the world. When they're not in line with who they're, you know, who they are and how they serve or what they do, either socially or in a professional setting, it all gets jumbled up. It starts to feel sloppy. And when things feel sloppy, they just start to fall apart and crumble a little bit. A side example of this is a woman reached out to me with a quick question the other day because she had just started graduate school and she was eating at the cafeteria and she realized that all of her friends that she had started to make were all vegetarians. So she sort of always ordered vegetarian food, even though she herself was a meat eater. She never outright said that she was a meat eater, but she never said she was a vegetarian either. She just went along with the crowd. And then when one of her friends saw her eating meat one day, it was as if she had like betrayed the group because she was trying so hard to blend in that she just pretended to be different. It wasn't an outright lie, and I assured her of that, but it was a little bit of putting on a mask that didn't quite fit her. And I think introverts tend to put on that same mask in the business situations they find themselves in, and that's when they get questioned, or that's when they stumble and hit some obstacles and roadblocks. And the key to this is always being true to who you are and how you move through the world. So what do you think now? Are you clear with yourself about how you move through the world? Some people I know identify as ambivert, extrovert, introvert, but do you know how you move through the world and who you are? And have you come to a place of acceptance about that? If you haven't, my guess is you're going to see that lack of acceptance and that lack of consistency reflected in your life and in your business. And it might be reflected in your mood, as I was saying to the listener earlier. You want to think about how much work you need to do right now to accept who you are in this place and in this day. I think sometimes we try so hard to move ahead, to push forward, to push past, to ignore, to see parts about ourselves that we don't like as obstacles that we have to fight, wrestle with, and overcome. Sometimes if we just stay true to our nature and we use what we know to set our nature up for success, who we are and how we move through the world, and we tune into that and we make that person more capable by giving that person more of what they need to shine, everything gets easier. But when you battle it out and you try to be somebody different, yes, you are sometimes going to end up depressed and it's going to have nothing to do with a poor mindset or a bad attitude. And when you're not being true to yourself, 
It's also likely going to be reflected in your business because people aren't going to be attracted to the genuine version of you. They're going to be attracted to the person you think you should be. And then suddenly your business is going to start to feel heavy. It's going to start feeling out of alignment, disconnected, and disjointed. When we know who we are and we know what we need to give ourselves energy, and we allow ourselves to have those things while also sometimes accepting that we have to go outside our comfort zone for what it is we want, for what it is that's going to get us to the next level. And we do that hand in hand. We're so much better prepared for whatever comes next, whatever comes down the road. And it allows us to be our best version of ourselves today in this moment, that doesn't mean there's not going to be things to work on or things that we're over time going to want to be easier. Personally, I don't do well in parties where I don't know a lot of people, but I had a cocktail party last month at the live event that I went to for the coaching group that I belong to, and I didn't like how awkward and uncomfortable it was for me at times. I wasn't feeling good about myself, and it is something that I want to change. So because it's not working for me anymore, I I am going to work on identifying more of what I would need or how I would need to show up differently in order to feel more comfortable in those situations because it is my hope to do more live events. And I don't only want to be comfortable during the structured times when somebody's telling me where to be and what time I need to get there, what I need to do and what I'm expected to do. I would like to be more relaxed in the unstructured times. I would like to be more comfortable. I have decided I am choosing. I get to work on that. But when you don't want to change and you like who you are and you tune into that to set yourself up for success, everything gets better on the other side. You start to see it reflected in your business too. Customers who resonate with you and your message, who align with your energy, who are attracted to who you are, build a more genuine know, like, and trust factor from you, and therefore become more loyal buyers and consumers. And then you come full circle. I hope you enjoyed what I had to say today. And listener, I hope you uh, got your question answered. If you have a question, certainly send it in to me. Um, I usually get them on the air within 24 to 48 hours. Sometimes it takes 72, depending on how many questions I get per day. But I'm happy to answer your question. If you ever want to do a coaching call with me and turn it into a podcast episode, we could dive deep into your personal struggle, and I would welcome the opportunity to do so. You can find me over at Heather at Choose to Have all.com. Thanks so much for joining me today and I'll talk to you tomorrow.